Hello and welcome to episode whatever, episode whatever of Rebel City Podcast. Um, it's been a while. We're back. We're going to have a catch up here and talk about some of what we're maybe going to play with in the, the sort of coming weeks and months and then, you know, hopefully get back to it on a more regular basis because it's been a while, hasn't it, mate? It's, uh, as, this is episode 130. 130? Fucking so hell, man. Back at a table. Back at a table, back on camera. Hello, YouTube, if you're there, of four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how you get, like, hundreds on Spotify, and then uh, YouTube's just such a fucking hard it is. crack. It it's is. crazy. I think that's kind of like, uh, we touched on it a while I did on Twitter, um, as, you know, in recent weeks, we were sort of toying with the format. Um, obviously, the last year, we spoke about it in a previous episode, where the last year we've not been as, as regular as we were previously. Um, the algorithm on pretty much every platform that we operate on has absolutely tanked us for that, which was lovely. Um, and it's kind of like left me thinking, right, well, you know, we were talking at uh, Sharon's exhibit about how we get back to, you know, a mere weekly format. And I, then what we were currently doing with, you know, guests predominantly every week is made more difficult every week. Like, I think when we first started it, you know what I mean, it was... You come in, I and somebody showed up, we recorded, and then we went again the next week. Whereas, I think in the last year, you know, circumstances for everybody have changed, and it has become increasingly difficult to tie folk down on a, on a regular basis on topics that we actually want to get into. Um, so I think that's something that's been kind of like on my mind, and how we kind of like, you know, work against that and keep it going. Um, I think as well, when we looked at, or I looked at the numbers over the course of the last year, like the episodes where you and I have done sort of catch-ups have predominantly been you know the more well-received episodes in that regard um so i think like going forward for me i think like the basic format is hopefully going to be I mean, a regular catch-up that can keep his own side with the algorithms uh, keep his own side with you know just the commitments that we want to make to it as well and then as and when you know a, so a subject or a topic or you know somebody becomes available to us to actually you know they are real sort of proper episode with a guest you know, we take those opportunities as and when they come and maybe spend a wee bit less time just talking to everybody all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the people I want to talk to going forward are the folk that are actually like listening to us and like watching us on YouTube, uh -huh. which I don't think we've done enough either. As much as we've no kept on side with the algorithm, we've probably not played the game as much either by saying to folk, look, we're, we're having conversations about very specific topics. We're not getting any sort of call to action to people to say, well, come on, get involved in YouTube comments and let us know what you think about this or, you know, hit us up on Twitter with ideas or any type of thing. So I think that's probably another thing that we need to be a wee bit more about going forward. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we've got some topics today that we definitely want to be hearing what, you know, folk have got to say on it. 100%. It's, just, it, it's a weird one as well because I think we just fell in, like, we didn't really, like, plan it. We just kind of fell into it, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. I'd quite like I quite like the idea of people coming in and contributing to what we were already doing rather than the format completely changing for yep. a guest, which is I mean you can talk to a guest about he'd maybe spend like fifteen minutes being like what you're up to, right? Promote your thing, but then Aye. here's what we're here to talk. Here's the subjects that we're here to talk about, which are opinions on that, you know what I mean? Definitely. I think like the regular contributors were some that we touched on um on Twitter when we're announcing I don't know what format that's gonna take. We do have um one so, uh, you know, since the transfer window's open, um, we have got one new sign-in to announce to the world here, and it's uh, one new tech guy, Dave. Dave, how you doing, mate? I'm good, I'm good. How are you guys? 
Um, I know bad, mate. We've known Dave since the, the beginning of time. Um, he's helping out with Paul in the studio. And seems like a good idea to bring, you know, a new voice in when we're talking about bringing sort of folk into the fold and, and looking for sort of new contributors. So looking forward to see, you know, what Dave can bring going forward. But it's good to have you, mate. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm obviously looking forward to getting involved, um, helping out with some of the technical side. Um, I'm sure I'll maybe get on camera at some point, but just now I'm happy helping out, giving some ideas, some feedback, and uh, and obviously looking at what you guys want to do going forward. Um, hey man, so. definitely get the strongest Tida hair on the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I got my I got my summer mop cut during the week, and it was like one of the best bits of self-care I've ever done in my entire life. I, I sat down in the chair on Tuesday. The guy was a fucking COVID nutter, so he was like, which was... <laughs> Which was fun. He's like, you know, it was like, hey, get the middle classes back in line. And I was like, you know, that way we are going, oh, I maybe I. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Try to like signal that I'm like, right, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with us. Can we move on? And he just, he did not move on. So that was fun. <laughs> but uh, I, I get rid of mines and it's starting to go, it's starting to go quite thin up top, which, which is a worry. So it's it is like, I'll need to maybe start with the hats like you. Aye, mate. It's not happening to us all. That's <laughs> not. It's certainly not happening to you. <laughs> it is. Um, but I. So I. In terms of like regular contributors, you know, we'll be keeping an eye out for folk that I can come in and maybe I, you know, bring some of their own ideas or whatever to down the line. Um, uh, not sure how it's, podcasters coming through the fucking. Well, place. this is it. Do you know what I mean? We have access to a pool of people who have opinions and like a bit of chat. So mm -hmm. I think it might be time to start taking advantage of that to be better. You know, maybe a degree than we yeah. have. I quite like the idea of. <clears throat> no having the same voices like when we were sitting down we was it uh, Mark Kerr? Is that counsellor? Matt Matt Kerr, yeah. Matt Kerr. Um it was really nice, like it's really nice for people to agree with you on like your viewpoint. Yeah. But at, at some point, you know, I, I didn't I don't know, man, there was like absolutely no disagreement. And, yeah. And that's like like I said, when you're sitting in the room with people and you're talking and you're pure Tory bashing, I love it. But I think for the purposes of like content, I would quite like some so alternative viewpoints on yeah. stuff because it can get a bit, you know, like an echo chamber. Of people that follow you that agree with you, people that come into the studio that agree with you, and and we, um, I, I would quite like no necessarily like people coming in fucking total opposite end. You yeah, know what I mean, like fucking. I will not looking for a screaming but, match. Uh, exactly, but maybe somebody that's got. And some subjects that we're emotionally invested in, they might be like, well, here's Have you objective. thought about exactly. aye, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Definitely. I mean, for me, you know, no secret that over the last couple of years I've got massively into, you know, the sort of YouTube and, and sort of, you know, Twitch content. I'd love to see us get to a place that, you know, if we can start to build a wee bit more engagement, you know, start to hear for the audience about what they want to hear us talk about on a week to week basis, you know, you know, how they'd like to see us approach if they get ideas for, you know, I've you know, the one-off podcasts, I'd like to maybe see if there's like some sort of low-key kind of documentary stuff we can do in places, you know what I mean? Like up the production value a wee bit maybe in places if and when there's time and, and resources to do that, you know what I mean? Like, but ideally like the, the weekly stuff I'd like to boot there live. I, I've said to you before, I might inject a bit of chaos into it and have the people that are out there listening to us, you know, come and chill out with us on a Sunday afternoon like we're doing here, you know what I mean? We're sitting out having a bit of chat, you know, watching the football, etc. And like... I would like to be able to say to folk, well, what do you think? And have them be like, well, here's what I think, you know what I mean, in the moment. So, you know, that's something that I'd definitely like to build to, but I think 
the new we need to get regular and we need to start to find ways to like get folk to actually engage with us again mm-hmm. you know what i mean like because you know without it the rest it doesn't really have enough of a point <laughs> you know what i mean like so what are we talking about anyway what's the i mean it's been <clears throat> it's been a couple of weeks um i know we touched in a recent episode on the guy tate um cobra hi uh, <laughs> um it all go a bit it all got a bit silly um as much as the guy is obviously a total and utter scumbag um but i the whole i've never seen the, the internet or twitter quite explode the way it did when this guy got lifted in bulgaria um and obviously there was a whole chat about the pizza box stuff and all that carry on as if this guy isn't on the radar of probably every like policing agency in the face of the planet uh-huh. you know what i mean these influence and you know things like your tiktok that we've discussed before like you know authorities everywhere will have been very much aware of the guy i don't think you know the pizza box thing was legit but at the same time it was quite funny to see almost everybody on the planet be like pure oh you know it get done especially after the you know the the mugging he took off of the, the last of Thunberg. like the video was just cringe and it, i think it shows you how fragile the ego of somebody like him is that he's went out there and for whatever reason decided to pick a, an online beef with you know a young girl because whatever she she doesn't want the world to end you know what i mean like, and has ended up getting made to look like a bit of a fanny to then like double down on it like the video was like almost partridge-esque for me mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the fucking smoking jacket and the cigars and you know just this whole like projection of like you know i'm this cool like awesome you know whatever the fuck he's aiming for and it was just like you just you look like the saddest old man that i've ever seen mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like um obviously that's without even getting into the crimes that he's alleged to have committed um you know we've all seen the evidence now of his website where he's essentially boasting about how he traffics women and you know gives the sort of headlines of the blueprint about how you know you can date as well and i that's the message that he's selling so you know the longer he sends in a, in a jail cell the new for me is probably uh-huh. the better you know what i mean the whole the whole sort of like i mean the whole thing leaves me feeling really uncomfortable like just the the misogyny is i mean there's absolutely no you know there's absolutely no doubt that boys and men are struggling in this world and the a lot of men a lot of, i mean even guys our age but particularly like it seems a generation younger mm-hmm. they don't have many sort of good male role models to look up to so unfortunately okay. they fell into it started with people like rogan back in 2015 jordan peterson sort of 2016 and it's just it's descended into this fucking madness it is i mean i don't see first of all i don't i don't know if 100 percent believe the fucking character that he's portraying i think the guy's just trying to make a bit of money i don't think there's anything about him that's genuine in that respect you know Mm -hmm. i mean as you say he's very much playing a character like but it doesn't buy him a pass for any of the things that he's saying or doing you know what i mean controversy as a marketing tool and he's using everybody's doing that now yeah he's using divisive so a a divisive subject matter to basically make money off of people that are desperate yep. and i watched a podcast where they basically bought the subscription to the hustlers university and okay they were, they were just like this is like you get all this information on youtube it was like you know you can get a driving license it was just all this like stuff like 
Try and go and do anything to make money. Start there, start making money, and then you can build it up for there. So, right. I mean, it seems like he's the face. Sounds very much like the idea is to crowdsource an idea. You know what I mean, like you, the step one, go and make money. Like pure, okay, cheers, guy. Uh-huh. As if that wasn't the initial problem that these boys have in the first place. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But then, like you're saying, that I think that the marketing, and I don't know if I'm, it's just basically like a sort of skepticism, not to be like, I fucking hate this cunt. Because it's like, Aye. if if it's went too far, like if his marketing strategy was to like, I'm just going to go out there and be divisive as a way to sell these courses to mm-hmm. make money for myself. It's went far too far and some of the ideals that he's fucking putting out there. Yeah. Some of the stuff that you're hearing and again, it's coming for the internet so you like, you need to be very, you Aye. need to be very balanced with it but you're hearing stories about kids calling like female teachers basically like Aye. some of the shit that he's peddling. Definitely. So like young guys are really influential. Young people are really influential and mm-hmm. I think that the ideals that he's putting out there are fucking crazy. Now, as far as like the the actual level is conviction uh like to what i think he's going to be a victim of his own sort of like mouth because yeah there's an investigative journalist that works for panorama who's basically saying it's all a lie like he's mansion I've seen this, seen this. So he's, he's mansion in romania turns out to be a renovated meat factory and his empire's like three women in a semi-detached aye um, and all saying these... that they expect that a lot of the glitz and flash that he's got is off the back of finance and stuff. Well, like they're that. saying that it's another company that owns all his cars, and I he does own a portion of that company, but ultimately it's a business. It's no him. Yeah. So he owns nothing, and that could be really smart in his part, where he's putting his assets into like a business, so that when the day inevitably come for him, they like they can't yeah. touch the assets or whatever. Like, but I don't. I mean, know, it man. sounds like at least some of the charges are related to organized crime. So I mean, right. In Romania, anyway, so you know that is very much in line with what you're describing as a possibility there right. in terms of like the financial side. Yeah, there's guys in you're starting to see pop up now in the UK that are sort of like trying to copy and paste. Yeah, the, the Andrew Tate, and there's a guy in Glasgow that's doing it, and basically, like through the grapevine, what I've heard is is that him and a bunch of people are pulling wealth to give this guy the appearance here that he lives this yeah. lifestyle. Like he was in, he was at the last UFC in Vegas. He, he cuts about in like a fucking 250 grand supercar. He stays in a big fucking massive flat up at Kelvin Grove Park. Right. But the chat that I've heard is, is that they're pulling wealth. So it's so just basically like performance art Four again. or five of them are worth maybe half a mil. And they're claiming that this guy's worth four million quid and that he's made it off of this course. And right. now I'll teach you how to make this money. And then they get into it and it's like, get a driving license. It's, yeah. it's all just the same shit, man. It's like... Aye. It's something that like is... And I know, like, part of the reason why there was as much a gap in episodes as there was is, like, I've had, like, proper, you know, doubts about carrying on and what that can look like. And part of that is looking around at the, you know, the sort of ecosystem and seeing these conversations happening on a fairly regular basis, you know. If I can just get X amount of people to, you know, sub to my channel for X amount of pounds, I'll make X. And you're like, why... I, I do this because like I enjoyed it. Like it's something that I didn't anticipate then when you asked us, thought why not give it a try? And over the years it's become something that I've really enjoyed. But like for me, the money and certainly like the fame side things has no ever really been a motivation. And I think that re- is reflected in like the guests we've spoke to and stuff. But like looking about the new it's funny that I mentioned like Alan Partridge there. Have you seen the new like Steve Coogan stand up that's doing the rounds? No. And it's basically like Alan Partridge selling like a life skills course 
So it is like, <laughs> right, you know, okay. and it's this, this is this is a, the thing is like, people are now, you know, it's, it's like we've had the influencer stage. I think we're heading towards a stage where people are trying to almost make themselves their own wee guru. You know what I mean? Like, where are oh, there? You know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh -huh. and it's like it's. I think that's terrifying to me because you know it's going to look back on it and see Andrew Tate as like you know the first guy over the top. You know what I mean? Like, or you know one Mate, of the early ones over no, the top because well, on that you're e, going to get copycats. Aye, on that e-commerce side of it, you're fucking you're right. But mate, Tony Robbins, man, he's the OG. This cunt's managed to sell it to American presidents. Aye. And there's nothing special about what the guy, you know what I mean? And like, well, it's at the point now where you've got like... repackaging common sense. Mate, you're, we're at the point now where, like, now I love the guy's content. Now you're talking about the guru. Like, the guru of 2021 was Andrew Huberman, right? The Huberman Lab. Okay. Now he's, it's weird, right? Because... I don't know this. So he's like um, the head of neuroscience at Stanford. Right. He's an ADHD expert. Okay. He's on the cutting edge of pretty much all the neuroscience, like right. explaining how the brain works and all that. Well, right? yeah. So, but it's weird because he's making content being like, here's how to cope with your ADHD, but it's like a three hour long podcast. And you're like, people with ADHD can't. <laughs> no. right? This kind of goes against, but his clips on like. That is counterintuitive. Right, his what? reels and his TikToks and all that go viral. Of right? course, I. But he, we're now at the point now, right, where you're talking about the guru. I don't know how. It's kind of like, what was that um, money-saving expert guy that saw all the TV? Martin, is it Lewisham uh -huh. or something like that? So he's not... Martin Lewis. Yeah, Martin Lewis, right. He's not at the point now, but he's like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. I look like... There's name <laughs> air cost-cutting, right? <laughs> like, who was... The energy right, company's so charging is, you a right? thousand pounds a month. Like, there's, you know, no amount of, like, minor cost-cutting is going to cover it. So he's like five things that you need to strive to do within tw every 24 hours. So it's like, you need to do this in your day. And he's like, within five minutes of getting up, staring at the sunlight because it has this dopamine effect okay. on the brain and it wakes you up. And you're like, I stay in Glasgow, mate. <laughs> I never so, seen sunlight until half past one this afternoon. It's not even just that. He's like, <laughs> learn, how to man learn how to elevate cortisol in the morning and reduce cortisol. And it's like... So how do you do that? But you will say stuff like, you know, sleep, sunlight, more sunlight, morning sunlight, nutrition, water. It's like, in the back garden. Like, what is that? Like the, the, the sun hole and thing? Now, <laughs> sun in your arsehole. Sun in your arsehole. But we're now at the point now where it's like, like when I hear all these guys like Wim Hof and they're like, you know, cold water and blah, blah, blah. You're like, how much actual real life benefit do people get for this thing that you're telling Aye. them is going to save their fucking world? And I think they're, we're in the sort of single percents now, you know, like you can boost your dopamine by like 1% if you do this thing. It's like, I bet, do you know how much fucking work it takes to do that one <laughs> thing that you're telling me today for these Aye. small returns? So we're getting, you're right, we're getting to this point now where it's like guru status where... You know, I seen an influencer on pure wee wee bath and cracking the ice and jumping in and doing the breathing and then pure people call this toxic masculinity and you're like, who calls that toxic? masculinity? Aye, like, they calls that you're toxic. taking a bath, dude. Like fuck up. You're you know sitting in mean? some like, cold water for five minutes and I get that there's a there's a fucking real benefit behind it, but we're now at this sort of self improvement stage where I don't know how much more. Like, all the information's there. <laughs> it's all there. Google it. Go to YouTube. Watch a series. That guy, here's this guy. He's the expert at working out. Watch his workout videos. Aye. Here's the expert in the side hustle. Watch his. But now what we're actually seeing is people are like collating all this open free knowledge that's yep. in YouTube, which is the biggest university that's ever existed. 
stockpiling it and then creating these controversial topics on the internet to drag Aye. you in and then sell you stuff that you can get for free if you know where to find it. It's just Aye. a weird, it's a weird thing. To, to, it's to something that has been like a massive turn off for me because like when we get into this, you were daft on podcasts I, and, and to this day, like I wouldn't necessarily say I don't like podcasts, but like I, I, I need like a very specific topic to be like, all right, cool. You know, I'll watch that. I don't have like that thing where, or, oh, you know, Rogan has got his new podcast out and I'm straight on it. You know what I mean? I've got, you know, plenty that are fully, but if I see that they're into something that I'm like, right, cool, then I go and check it out sort of thing. So I'm still quite a casual in that respect, you know what I mean? But I, that whole thing is just not appealing to me. Like, you know, the, the notion that you're like, oh, I'll start a podcast. And then like a year down the line, you've accidentally started a fucking cult. You know what I mean? Like, what are you meant to do with that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's it. It's like a cult. On the cult, cult status, cult of personality and a, a related topic. Have you seen the, the re-education of Jordan Peterson? Um, is this like a documentary or something? No, no. It's like so uh, I've seen that he get recalled in the Canadian Education Board because they were like, "What you're, what you are discussing out there in the world, does not fall within the criteria of your is he certification certification a, psycho, a psychotherapist." Aye. So they're so, saying it's like the the so we've got the BACPP, the British Association for Chartered Counselors and Psychotherapists, right? So is he a psychotherapist? I thought he yeah. was like some sort of economist or something. No, he's a psychologist. Right, he's okay. an evolutionary psychologist and a psycho, and he's get certification to do, do therapy. I don't Aye. think he actually sees anybody. Um, Can't he's imagine like a university so. lecturer when he gets sacked for refusing to use. You'd imagine that there'd be a certain demographic that would probably be quite up for having him as their, you know, therapist. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But what happened was, so there's this whole thing where he get called in for re-education, and obviously he's like pure. This is communism. Aye. And you're like, when you look at what happened, it was that they recalled they took away his license to practice person to person therapy with people okay because as part of their code of ethics and the same code of ethics that exists in the uk so you need to you, practice on no, a, no at even, least regular basis didn't you but he might he might hit the minimum check marks i don't know right? right but basically what they were saying is is because he's out there basically say i think it was the it was something to do with, with transgender like his opinions on that They're okay like, your opinions and your public political stance breaks your code of ethics mm -hmm. because as part of your code of ethics you must respect people's identity yeah that's that's in there mm -hmm. and you don't you've publicly said i don't respect it and i won't uphold it so we need to you either need to give away your license or come in for re-education and he's on rogan being like basically i'm the, being re the communists and i look at the wording of this and yeah they're trying to re-educate me and it's like no well you don't meet their code of ethics for that organization. Aye, by re-education, they mean come in and do like a, you know, the way you would do like a health and safety course at work. Is so come in, you know, do this, tick that box, and at least when the next time we get asked a question, we can go, well, he's done his training. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? But then, like, like the equivalent of, you know, maybe somebody, you know, somebody a color saying, I'm going to, you know, like the Muhammad Ali type thing. I don't want to be known as Cassius, Claire. I want to be known as Muhammad Ali. And you go and see okay. your therapist, and they're like, Cassius. And they're like, no, my name's Muhammad. And they're like, no, I'm calling you Cassius because I don't believe. That's the level. <laughs> I will. That's, okay. the, that's what we're talking about. And right, he okay. thinks that he should be able to do that. And the, the fact that they're taking that off him as some sort of fascism or or socialism. Aye. You know what I mean? It's like, no, man. Like, Because if they're making use of your services in this guise, it is 
a duty of care that you have, no 100%. a right to present your own personal opinion. 100%. You know but I mean? this is where we get into these, like, so then he's on Rogan. He's literally on the biggest TV show on the planet. <laughs> and the clip They're on... cancelling me. Uh-huh. It's on every fucking news website uh-huh. in the world, like, and 10 Joe, minutes later. As Joe does, and, and you know what I just said, I, I loved Rogan at one point in time. He's just sitting nodding, and he doesn't really challenge that yeah. heavily, you know, because... He has his own biases and he has his own opinions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, it's just this weird, like, we're moving into this real weird... Well, we've been moving into it, we've commented on it so many times. Yep. We're moving towards, like, a fucking Handmaid's Tale scenario where these cunts want to go back to, like, the 50s. It's all this, oh, like, okay. see on Twitter all the time, how did we end up here? Look what it was like in cunts sharing paintings. <laughs> and you're like, guy, 1950 didn't look like that? Like, aye, that's a painting of aye. the 1950s? I mean, I even this week, and particularly in America, know that it's going to be much better here because the same crackpots are diffusing their money and their influence are here in the same senses. But, like, Florida, like, banned books this week in schools. Oh, really? Aye, where there's, like, actual libraries, and so in-school libraries being emptied out or, like, sealed up because they don't want kids reading stuff. The governor they are removed like essentially like black history studies for like university curriculums and stuff like that you know what i mean like so i i so in, like in other like fucking you know messiah complex nut jobs like you know tate and peterson um i think the other one that's been mental since you know we last caught up because yeah, i think you touched on it when we were talking about like marilyn manson who has this week settled one he's sexual assault allegations <clears throat> and which should surprise nobody you know what i mean like i was some lassie who'd been in game of thrones but i his buddy that we were chatting about the time uh can you west man like that guy i, I said to you off mic like I, i've i don't think i've ever seen anybody like go through like a proper full-on manic episode in public and be like pure fuck man that's what's happening here i think you know it's probably something that happened to like britney spears and you know a few other celebrities over the years but again at the time i wasn't conscious of that you know what was going on having been there myself i'm looking at this guy and just being like man get some fucking help like how somebody mm-hmm. run about him his nose just taking him by the scruff of the neck to like i get him some sort of support or something man because he's he's went after deep end and then some fucking half me you know what i mean like sitting on bloody alex jones, I, alex, jones. If alex jones is telling you to calm down then <laughs> you're, you're probably in a bad place exactly so. the you guy's know just mean? had a how, how much was his fine for the sandy well he's he's it was 1.2 billion for sandy hook and he's trying to claim bankruptcy and bad faith well, and all sorts say, of stuff like, how are you gonna pay what's that you can't set up a five pound a month <laughs> he makes like 500 million pound a year basically or 500 million dollars a year selling boner pills to people off the back of infowars like infowars is literally just the facade for like you know a supplements organization mm-hmm. so as like he like paul saying he uses these wedge issues to terrify people into buying his shape and that's where the money is mm-hmm. so he's actually tried to like he, he, he shares a company with his parents uh and he he, he, he paid a, an, a previously un invoiced bill for 50 million dollars the day before he filed for bankruptcy <laughs> so that the, the parents could basically take 50 million dollars and then he could just basically add to sandy hook fuck the rest of his. Uh, but I, I, there's all sorts of going on with that but i i get what you're saying i've seen that one where he's sitting there in the balaclava and he's like i so hitler wasn't it all bad and you're like dude fucking hell aye, man like, like what like Dave says see when alex jones is the voice of reason and man you need to take a look around the room and start thinking about who needs a fucking straight jacket like aye. that's for fucking sure um the kanye west stuff's really um really interesting because 
like you said, there's that similarity between him and Britney Spears is wild, right? Because if you look at the treatment that we're now finding out that she got, aye, when she clearly needed help, right? Like when she was aye, driving the, the car. The was the direct result of all that. Was it somebody had to step in and go, no, you need somebody to actually uh -huh. look after you? It Drive, didn't go well. Aye, exactly. But. Like driving a car with her kid on seat belted, shaving her head, like sort of public outbursts. But see when it's like... The, well, the conservatorship that she get put into, by the way, has only ever been used for people that are terminally ill and losing their mind. Like, okay. Nobody else has ever had anything like that. No, I was never in that. So her dad, oh, there's mad shit coming out, mate. Like the dad, the lawyers, the therapist that's been prescribed all like lithium, and like, yeah. they're all in on it, and they've all been extracting money. For, I mean, there's something like she's made something crazy since the conservatorship, like a couple of billion, and she's seen none of it. Right. She doesn't even get to see... She, she doesn't get to see her kids. She's not allowed to drink. Aye. Like they were forcing her into the studio, forcing her into Vegas thing. She didn't want to do any. It's Aye. mental, and it's all about to like unfurl because Aye. she got out of her conservatorship, and now she's starting to like the Aye. FBI are investigating her, her dad. I know the dad was the doctor and all that sort in of stuff. trouble. But Kanye West is just getting let to run wild. No, it's a weird thing between a man and a woman. You're like, well, if a woman does it, like they basically like dope them up. And make sure they can fucking work because yeah. they want the money. That's basically. But with Kanye, they'll just like I don't know, man. It's like a weird I mean, they cancelled. They cancelled his fucking current account right now. Obviously, his current account is going to be sitting with way more in it than us. But like, whatever it was, Bank of America or Santander or somebody felt the need to come out and be like, "We have cancelled this. This is how bad it's got that we have cancelled this dude's just everyday bank account. Well, like, we don't want anything to do with him." And you're like. I don't think I've ever seen that where they're like, this guy is so toxic that we won't even like, Give him a bank we won't even let him buy a fucking just, carton of milk with one of our kids. The, the you know what I mean? Andrew takes PayPal. Sorry, David, what you got to say there? I was just, I was just Bring that mic in a wee bit closer. With, uh, with, with all that stuff, man, like, it seemed to be as soon as the anti-Semitism hit out, that's when oh, it I... really, like, he was just completely cancelled. Yeah. Um, which is, which is interesting. But, yeah, Kanye is in a bit of a breakdown. I was going to say the only difference when you're comparing it to Britney is that she was very much a product from a childish age. So she was always under control. Whereas Kanye is much more of a self-made artist. Aye. So like he doesn't have the same reins and the same, almost the same people Aye, like around Industrial him support do, system around him. To, to take that kind of action. I agree. Agreed. He's but got see, if, you look zone. At, if you look at like TMZ, right? So right. Britney Spears goes out for dinner like two weeks ago. And people are just, just this day and age, you're just like, what are we doing? Crowds of people just run the table videoing her. Wow. And she's already like not well. You can tell she's not well. Like she's probably got PTSD for this whole fucking thing. No doubt. And she's like, please leave me alone. And TMZ are like manic episode at Hollywood restaurant. And you're like, that isn't a fucking manic episode. Aye. But they are, are they touching Kanye? You know what I mean? And it's like, almost like he's out in himself. He's going on fucking podcasts talking for two hours and out himself but they're no the paparazzi it's no it feels very different it feels Aye, like i mean even with like the easy stuff like i know obviously the anti-semitism and rightfully so has had people like several other ties with him but like the easy thing was like in the making already because like prior to all this kicking off he was already in dispute with adidas about the yeezys because they were already releasing other shoes and other lines, no without the Yeezy branding that were basically just like carbon copies of uh -huh. what he was selling at like a hundred dollars less ago. So like 
you know, that one has probably made a level of complexity that wasn't just about the anti-Semitism, although that will have been, you know, rightfully the sort of final straw by the sounds of it. But I, I think all of this kind of stuff has a, a similar vibe to it. You know what I mean? As I say, the Tates, the Petersons, you know, the influence of somebody like Rogan, the state of guys like Kanye, even though, like, I think the biggest example is, like, and we'll maybe, like, call this episode, he's not the Messiah, he's a naughty boy, because <laughs> that, like, that's where they are. Like, Musk, I mean, this guy in the last six months is just, I don't know, man, he's lost, like, 220 billion dollars, which is, like, the most losses anybody's ever made. Twitter is a fucking bin fire. Like, I can't even stomach it anymore half the time. Like, the For You section is literally, like, the reverse algorithm, where they've taken everything that you like and just flipped it on its head so that you angrily engage with this content and this platform that uh -huh. is clearly just dying on its arse, you know what I mean? Like, I they're all... The, 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 I think they need to just get together in a room and start like a support group or something. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like fucking ego maniacs, anonymous too much money. I like, too much money. And it, there's like this weird thing that's also like, I mean, this is like the product of fucking just years of like fucking unhinged neoliberal pish. Because now it's always comes down to when people are sort of like talking about success. Aye. People are just now like, but. But Elon's rich, and you're like, is that the only fucking measuring stick that we've got for how either good a person or how successful a person is, is how much fucking money they've got? Yeah. Like, come on to fuck, like... I think he's done quite a lot in recent months to dispel the myth that he's somehow some form of genius. I like business genius. Because when he was coming in, the chat with, you know, the the minions, the underlings, and the the, the people out there that, you know, kind of idolise him, um, was that, oh, everything's going to get streamlined, and everything's going to be so much better and we're going to get these features and this and what happened was he took a bath it was linked to his tesla shares and then the next thing they were rolling out a paid subscription you know what i mean like the next thing they're rolling out these for you feeds and the you know stories galore through the back uh you know people being sacked by email no notice and then asked to come back and like you know getting rid of entire departments and cost saving measures and then no realizing that that department was like infrastructure critical to actual Twitter even operating and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like sacking people on Christmas Day and also, you know, like really just I the whole thing seems like it's an absolute shambles. Feels like Trump. Aye. Feels a bit like Trump's fucking America, doesn't it? Like this pure Is there begging Trump to come back? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. like, it knows fine well that Trump's contractually obliged to go on Truth Media, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I don't even know, like I've seen people take screenshots and repost like tweet like post by donald trump yep. and i'm just sort of like where is that it's just a but, twitter clone i ah, just like a pure twitter it's clone. literally just twitter except your blue text red and it's right. it's it's somehow somehow even more right wing than twitter so it's uh, the republican version of twitter i basically i right. so, so it's twitter is, <laughs> is this the left when they go oh look at the left like what left <laughs> you know what i mean jesus christ <clears throat> but, but the whole I, thing's been a shit show and i think as well as the you know there's just debacle that twitter's become the actual business sense and you know making that 44 billion offer realizing that he was paying significant over market value trying to pull out getting you know made to look like an absolute dick being forced to essentially buy it with a gun at his head and i then tanking both twitter and his tesla shares in 220 billion like there's also the, the one i don't know if you've seen i was watching a, a series of videos for a guy that i follow and he was at some tech convention out in vegas and it was all like the fucking, you know, the robot dogs? What are they, the yeah. Houston Dynamics and stuff? Uh -huh. It was all that type of, like, here is some, like, cutting-edge shit, you know, drones and yada yada. 
And like some of it was quite interesting, some of it was quite cool, some of it was clearly stuff that just you're like, I don't really see where the real world application is, but like it was a cool wee video. And it just kept obviously you know, Fiji Mer and Mer. And it got to one where the guy was like, Wait till you see this, this is the future. And he went to the the tunnel. So there's uh-huh. the the you know it was getting called like the hyperlink and also that's that's the boring company the, aye, so tunnel the, in vegas i must right. another one of musk things and it's basically like an underground taxi rank like so it was pitched <laughs> when i remember it getting pitched it was like one of these high ultra high speed rail links that flies on fucking magnets and all sorts of stuff and this guy goes down the escalator you know recording his tiktok and gets to the bottom of the escalator and it's literally an underground taxi rank full of ubers and he gets in it and it's ride share so you can't it's not even and you get an uber to yourself there's literally like there's, there's four seats four years get in this tunnel's gone to like 15 minutes away in vegas somewhere else and then the guy's in the back filming it and like talking to the driver or you know and it's, it's funny that he was basically like so like how's your day mate it was like pure bog standard like right. taxi driver chat so basically like they do know that we've got like underground trains <laughs> that kind of just do that same thing where you go under the ground and go into a tunnel on a train and I it gets you in the city quicker. When the whole hyperlink thing came about, personally, I thought that's genius because, like, obviously, you need to like underground's the place to go if you're gonna, you don't want to build up. Ah, right? the thing so they pitched at that like, time yeah, yeah. sounded but like I, it was but genius. It sounded very much like you drive your car uh-huh. into the tunnel. That was the thing about LA, wasn't it? You he go into multi layers yeah, and then you go through. He was under- wanting to get for the valley to central los angeles in 10 minutes in rather, like 10 than, minutes. And, and rather than an hour and a half and it's or that it fucking whatever that which makes sense freeway that, is, that makes sense and la is a fucking nightmare but it's the realized idea um that that these things come about and you wonder if it's like he commits to spending however many hundreds of millions doing it but then he spends however many billion on twitter and realizes actually <laughs> I can't really, we can't afford the entrance part bit, right? It's now a taxi rank. <laughs> and that's what it was. It was like a single berth tunnel well, for just like one car what's to go interesting through. interesting if it's Ubers is that a lot of Tesla and the Twitter money comes for the, the Saudi royal families. Right. And guess who's the number one investor in Uber? <laughs> the Saudi royal family. So that's an, I didn't even. It, it was some that. form of ride share. Right, they might okay, not have explicitly right. been Uber, Maybe but it was like, Uber. you know, Lyft or whatever. It was just, it was just, so can, it was just that underground taxi rank. And I was like, I can put my shell what, I was, in. Uh, what I was like imagining <laughs> was some sort of like, you know, futuristic, I, uh, you know, science driven thing that went like fucking, you know, seven million miles an hour and got you on the planet in like 20 minutes. It's and a it was like, under it's, the ground. Uh, it's like I a, thought it was a real. I thought we did in a taxi like, being like, pure, how's your day, mate? You I know thought it mean? was a real as well as in like magnets, like a real. I'm pretty sure I didn't yeah. imagine that. That's like, I'm, yeah, I'm sure no, that was definitely was designs. There was definitely like concept designs that were drawn up at the time that were like, this is what it's going to look like. And you thought that would be very cool. That would work. But. What he actually Maybe in presents Star Wars. in the end. Is, <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah. But uh, he's yeah. definitely not a genius anyway. Uh, Elon you know Musk what I mean, is, what? like, this whole thing with Twitter has been the total, like, antithesis of, like, this this period that we're in. Oh, man. Where these guys with loads of, make loads of money, claim to be some form of fucking genius, and then it's like, oh, wait, Aye. you know. I think he's bored assuming that it could offer him the same type of influence that, like, newspapers uh-huh. have offered billionaires in the past. Like, but I... It needs to like function in a way that people want to engage with, it and, and at the minute them. it doesn't. Did you see during the week it owned them? He was out saying like, ah, the fact checks. Oh, uh, he came out, he came out saying 
basically there's this myth about my family owning a, a mine, like a jewel mine, and it was like in a 2016 interview with such and such, uh-huh. you know, Musk said, you know, my dad had a stake, a small stake, and then under that it was like, such and such must own 57% of this. So it's like, <laughs> your own fucking platform is owning you. Yep. Like, you're, it's it's been a disaster. And it's actually been like, I, see before all of this, Twitter was my number one used social media platform. And yep. I barely can hear it anymore, man. Because see, like you, I go into it and I'm like, all I get is just shit that's just going to piss me off. Aye, that's exactly it. I mean, off. I know that, that, you know, that's always had a, a level of that going on. But then I... It's it's become so prevalent that it's almost unusable. I think if we can get things moving in the direction that we want to move in, I think we get to a, hopefully to a point where we like set up a Discord or something like that and just take our like, social interactions just completely off of that and talk to the people that want to talk to us. You I'll, know what I'll, I mean? I'll, like, I'll put a link in the comments for your new truth uh, accounts. My new truth account, I the Donald.com. Oh, like. <laughs> Before we, we move into anything else, there was a the conspiracy community get pure fucking it's telling a twist last week where this guy who was like a truck driver was like i've been brought by some food company to this like underground tunnel and like what's this and obviously like the the conspiracy community were like this is the the the, the network the tunnel network and it turns out that it's like an underground cool storage you mean like the underground tunnel network and like us you know where it's like underground all throughout america where they're replacing bodies with doppelgangers and shit well i think like the, the conspiracy underground tunnels well that's how they traffic the kids oh, is in right. these like, tunnels under the ground that's also in a very recent very famous movie right so <laughs> but what it turns out to be is is that this food company i can't remember say it was fucking craft i think it was craft actually soil and green dot think <laughs> they save like 80 million a year by storing this food under the ground because it's cold Aye, it refrigerates they, don't to, it. they don't need to pay the electricity Aye. and that was it and it had, <laughs> this twitter feed had like all these conspiracy nutters and then you got about 20 deep and then there was this guy like i drive a truck by the way i go in there every week that's like a cool underground facility like there's there's hundreds of them everywhere how dare you bring facts to this argument i know well, so if we, we would just bring in a wee bit of a ridiculous I mean, fucking conspiracy theory but this is the thing that i think the other one this week you know and the, the week in ridiculous conspiracy bullshit um one of the things that and, and there has been an obvious and massive sort of political and sort of cultural issue in scotland in the last couple of weeks where you know the trans stuff and grr and everything like mm-hmm. i think we've been with first one back i just don't want to get into it right we'll now you know what I mean? like, we're, we're not going to change anybody's opinion on it and that so you know move on but in this specific example one of the things that the americans were using to wedge this issue or the republicans were using to wedge this issue in america was that kids were starting to identify as house cats and that they were asking to be allowed to go to the toilet and like kitty litter trays and this became like an actual legit thing in like american discourse around this issue it was completely fictitious completely made up bullshit a school in aberdeenshire had to come out and fucking like categorically deny that children in the school were allowed to identify as like cats this week so the exact same like bullshit lie that has been allowed to just fester and like propagate in america is like Conspiracy. literally in our schools now and you're just like fuck okay. me man like i will we'll obviously have to address some of these at some point but i just don't know right no, all these conspiracies are all repeat rinse repeat rinse repeat it goes from like putting like they're putting stuff in your food as a repeat of 
they're putting stuff in the water. Like it's just uh, aye, it, putting it, stuff in your vaccine, putting, putting stuff, stuff in your five G. Yeah, paranoia, yeah. Isn't it? It's just aye. it's mass hysteria. And but paranoia. I just think the actual like length of distance that this lie has had to travel for, like you know, some Southern American backwater state that where it came from and then spread all across you know Republican areas in America to have it f to find it in like an Aberdeenshire school to me is yeah. quite baffling it's part you know of what I mean last moral panic that's going on amongst people like we don't know I don't I, I don't know man I, I don't think a lot of people have really really recovered for the pandemic and what that's really done to people's seeds because I've seen people like sharing school curricula I hate that fucking word um given to like primary threes and fours where yep. they were referring to like penis and vagina okay. like an, an anatomy chart and it mm -hmm. looked like a sort of like basically like a cartoon wasn't it like a photograph and it was like elbow head shoulder blah blah and it was like penis vagina and people were like this is sexualizing kids <sighs> and you know what i mean and like no oh, no that's it and it's like I, I hate to say this but you're the one that's sexualizing this like, like i was taught like pee pee and flower it didn't do me any good i didn't get any sex education it didn't do me any fucking good no. i think i would rather that my kids they're exposed to the reality of the fucking world now yeah. they're going to be talking to them about having sex at that age of course not that no. isn't what's happening they are getting shown an anatomy chart now i was thinking i was looking at this tweet now and this sort of twitter thread and the sort of argument that was going on in it and i was like i can remember being that age getting a bath with my sister and going how come she's different and honestly, I can remember the panic in my mom's face. I like having to explain that yeah. to me. Do you know what I mean? And aye. Now, I think there needs to be a better way than what we've done before. Oh, aye. But this is like, this is part of this moral panic where we don't know like what wise up, what we're doing. You know, like teaching a young, teaching a, an eight year old boy that that is called penis is not sexualizing fucking children. No. It's just teaching them the basics of fucking you know human what I mean? biology. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, so I, weird. I get you. And I, I think we kind of. Like that is the, the the important point you make there is that the people who are in this moral panic about you know these types of issues want to really like narrow down the parameters of the conversation and make a biological anatomy discussion about sexualization as if we're in showing four year olds who put condoms on bananas like that's absolutely not what happens like these things are introduced at age appropriate levels throughout the career at school where you know they talk to kids about you know becoming you know sexually active after puberty you know these are all very like deliberately researched and timed conversations like uh -huh. so the notion that you know educating children on how they can look after themselves in that regard is absolutely ridiculous Aye, as is the whole idea that everybody's just getting like told you know as if you're sitting down at primary one and somebody's firing an ipad with pornhub on it and being like pure workout for yourself pal exactly. you know what i mean like, me Dave, none man, of that's happening it's, it's, it's very much a lose-lose situation for the education system as well yeah. because you you're bringing in every class is what well when i was a kid it was 30 kids a class i don't know if it's still the same but those kids are all from different backgrounds and different 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 levels of 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 means and different uh, different pairing styles so how do you cater to all of that yeah because i because personally i was actually like i had a, a pretty good sex education but it wasn't from my school it was more from my mom like because she was cool I, I, and she i went, went to a school that was run by nuns well, so well, worked that one out for yourself exactly well did your sex education in biology was literally watching an abortion video whoa 
That's what I... Do you remember that in, in St Andrews? We, no, I was shown an abortion video in science and second year. Aye, aye, well, sex aye education. No, I remember getting like that kind of sex ed at high school. Uh-huh. Like we're obviously talking about now, like primary school, and I don't think I had there wasn't that much of like this kind of thing, obviously in primary school. But like I don't think that anatomy books would have ever been hidden or 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 yeah. or discussed in that way like i think yeah. it's people just liking to actually take the hump with something and and because it's their kids uh, they feel like it's, it's, it's their right like the moral panic something. that we're talking about like we met that guy no name names like dave came in and i was in the sort of middle of a sort of it wasn't even a debate i was just saying to the guy listen mate because what he was saying was is that you know they're teaching, they're teaching uh, seven-year-olds how to have anal sex in Scottish schools. <laughs> and I was like, Sorry. I was, I, well, you laughed. Because I, I, well, I, I just said to him, like, where have you seen that? And he was like, well, I won't name, because it, it was like, somebody that comes into my work told me. And I was just like, right, so you're angry. Because the guy was angry. Aye. He was like, you're angry about something that one, I don't think exists. And Dave was like, that doesn't, that, that's, that doesn't exist, mate. There's absolutely no way that exists. And I was like, but two, that somebody has told you that they've seen and... What exactly was it that they seen? Oh, well, I don't know. And it's like, mate, this is where we're at. People are like attaching emotions to like half truths and bullshit that mm-hmm. other people are telling them like, oh, aye, this is getting out of hand. They're talking about, what they're probably talking about is same-sex couples at that age. They're introducing the idea of homosexuality and, and lesbianism to kids because guess what? There's a, a big 20, 20 to 30% of the boys in that class are gay. Statistically, and somewhere between fifteen and twenty percent of the women, the girls there that are gay. Aye. So, that's it. they're getting introduced to concepts that exist in the real world. Like you can't shelter kids. Like no. it normalizes when I say, like if you go to primary school and you're in primary two, and then Tommy in the corners get two dads. Well, if they normalize that by introducing it, he won't get bullied. He yep. won't feel like a weirdo. He won't feel like he's different to the rest of them. What's Aye. wrong with that? But no, no, they're getting taught how to have anal sex. I. Primary school teachers in Scotland are teaching fucking what eight-year-olds how so get a grip of yourself. Start with your man. finger. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. Uh, but then, aye, like... But aye, this moral panic needs to stop, like, um, because it's getting, I mean, it's getting really fucking fire and brimstone. It you is. know what I mean? And it's... We kind of touched on in a, in a few other bits and bobs, and I think we're starting to see it really come to a, a, a head in Scotland. Like the particularly like the trans and sort of gender critical issue, we've seen it used by the right in America. We're seeing it now used by the right in the UK, particularly the UK government, as a wedge. Like this government is like so desperate; it's on like you know shifting sand. It knows its time's up, and its only hope at the next election is to go further down this culture war rabbit hole that they've been going down for the last sort of 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the, now the tip of that spear is, you know, the trans and sort of non-binary sort of gender fluid communities, you know, that they can sort of scapegoat here. Um, and in America, we see that tied to abortion rights. We see that tied to, you know, the similar types of, you know, conversations around groomers and I the really just horrible stuff that, again, gay people were subjected to, you know, in, in earlier years. And we're also starting to see that here. You know, we've had um, conversations about the Back Off campaign. Um, I've seen an article recently, you know, there's campaigning for the buffer zones in the hospitals. I think there's a meeting coming up in the, the next week or so with Nicola Sturgeon around it. And there's, you know, legislation, hopefully, on the slate that will 
provide what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. But I seen an article. I, th- I can't remember where it was, but I seen an article recently, and they were saying that these nutters that are standing outside hospitals and standing outside, you know, sexual health clinics in Glasgow and probably in other cities around the country as well, are actually being funded at least partially by American evangelicals. So they're, oh, they're bringing it here aye. in the same way they've brought the trans panic here. And it's because they they see that ordinary people don't fully understand this issue. Like the gender the gender recognition certificate is literally about a paper that says you can get married or die as the person who you believe you are. That's it. That's it. That's all, that's all that's been discussed over the course of the last seven years. Multiple governments elected in their manifestos, you know, super majority in parliament, like, this was never a controversial issue and it should be a completely settled issue. But we can't get there now because these people like Sunak's government are like, well, here's how we create confusion, here's how we create strife, here's how we create like disharmony and hopefully when the time comes when the election get enough people to sway our direction or other things because if they agree with us on this, what else can we get them to? Can we get them yeah. to agree with putting people on planes to Rwanda now that the courts have cleared it? course we can because they already are you know what i mean like what else can we get them to agree so that you know they give themselves as much to point to when the next election comes in but it is clearly just shitty partisan politics because when jack and the other one kind of pronounce their name were asked to come and basically explain to the scottish government and parliament why the government the british government made this decision they were basically told to fuck off you know what i mean like it's because there is no actual meaningful they, they put the equality act that you know the forefront of it, like cool explain to us how that's the case no and you're like well mm-hmm. so it's bullshit and i i think we're only going to see mer and merit because as we were saying we're, we're watching something like twitter where this for you is literally just a feed that is there to antagonize you like you know even like you know tv shows like the you know nadine doris's new tv show first guest boris johnson this is again everybody everywhere they know is at the like to get what i need i need to need a lot of people kind of stage and like when people get success off the back of that it's just going to encourage more people to continually day mer and merry it it's you coming know I mean? full circle with the andrew tate stuff isn't it it's just pure like you're saying using these wedge issues to get yourself in and then your real <clears throat> fucking agenda will reveal itself and this is what's at the back end why like, i'm like bunch frust- of the support you know? i found myself frustrated in recent months like because I don't know how much oxygen I want to give any of these people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how much time I want to really spend thinking about any of these people. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But we kind of have to. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, There's no two ways about it. There is no. Really. Like, it needs to be called out. We need to be pointing at this shit as much as we possibly can because it's all been done in a, quite an insidious way for me. Like I say, it has been cloaked in the, the language of protecting women's rights you know like this thing with the prisoner this week oh, we're protecting women's there's 16 people in scottish prisons that are in some form sort of trans or non-binary 16 people like where was the concern for these 16 people a week ago like in terms of the wider population like again it's just a very sort of niche small thing that has been blown out of proportion by all sides to kind of make their own points without any real meaningful consideration to like the reality. Like, since somebody posted and said, gone, the amount of people who want to identify as trans in Scottish prisons has doubled 
doubled in well, the last couple of years. For two, aye, right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know what I mean? So six. the rhetoric and all that is right. deliberately inflammatory, and we're getting it. It's aye. now bleeding into like every aspect I, of our life. I, I don't think. think see, as we touch on the culture war, I would say it, for anybody that's listening, if you want to go and listen to John Ronson's "Where It All Went Wrong" on it's BBC Radio Four, but you get it on Spotify. Go on Spotify. Don't give the BBC your fucking clicks, but <laughs> and. I don't think there's any ads on there, so they're not getting any ad revenue. But I, John Ronson's how where it all went wrong, really fucking great on this. Um, I don't think that either side is covering themselves in glory on this no. because we can't, like you're saying, we are unable to get to any sort of fucking meaningful conversation on any of these issues because of basically this sort of shit slinging that happens in both sides because. I've gotten no doubt, like Nicola Sturgeon was saying in, in the Scottish Parliament, that there are politicians out there, Douglas Ross, you know, let's see where he votes when it comes to the buffers, yeah. when it comes to actual women's rights. Yep. Like supporting how women's... how he voted about right. rape clauses exactly, and all these other things. Exactly, aye. so this is, it, it's the exact same way Trump did it, you know, I'm the blue collar billionaire, yeah. like it's just they're using you to get what they fucking want. Aye. But... We need to get um, more wise to the marketing because it's fucking with our heads. But on the flip side, there are there are a proportion of the anti-trans or what's been sort of seen as the anti-trans or the TERF community that probably have legitimate hyper-anxiety about women's rights and Aye. where is this leading to and, and all of that. But see, as long as anybody that pops their head up and going because some of the stuff i'm like I, i'm not even going to pass a comment on this because i've no read into it yeah but if i was just to read that headline and read that article i'd be against it yeah because, because but it's fucking propaganda when yep. you actually just do a wee bit more digging and go and get a, a counterpoint you're like all right okay wait a minute but anybody that pops their head up and goes i don't feel comfortable with this it's like you're a transphobe Aye. and it's like not all of them are yeah and i think nicola sturgeon did a very very good job to actually highlight that, which yeah. is like we get that there are some legitimate concerns on your side. Aye, there was but you are siding to the bill to try and people, address those yeah, concerns. But you are siding with people who are veiling homophobia, bigotry, and racism Aye. under this. They're, they're coming Aye. under your fucking flag. And it's the quote unquote, it's the gateway drug. Mm -hmm. Like the transphobia and the misogyny that has been promoted by governments on either side of the Atlantic. It's it's the equivalent of a gateway drug. They want you to agree with them on this because they know it confuses a lot of people, and that's what they're using to shepherd yeah. people in the door. They then use them as means to justify yeah. other horrible and shit. The mass migration, COVID conspiracy, transphobe crossover is not unnoticeable. Uh, it's it's a, not unnoticeable. And it's a Venn diagram. It's a perfect circle. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And like, they, these guys are all in Facebook groups that are getting information, getting popped out for Russia, getting popped out for China, getting popped out for all over the place, just made to confuse the fuck uh, out of you. Exactly that, man. It's just crazy, man. Like, it's, it's absolutely fucking crazy. I mean, the one I was flagging up, which was the just kind of like the fun thing for me, obviously, I've been... I like my, my YouTube content, and I like... You know, we've spoke about like Lord of the Rings, a few other bits and bobs that have been fully that get that like culture war reaction. Um, and there was the one in the last week that I don't, I wasn't really, I mean, there was all the same actors involved in the same screaming and wailing of teeth, but I don't really, I, I don't know if any of you seen it, like Velma. I've not seen Velma, but I have seen a few reactions on it. And Aye. A few, and it, 
not been taken very well. No. <laughs> right, so uh, so, so is this film after Scooby Doo? Have you watched? So it? Have you watched? I've it? seen bits and pieces of it, oh, and I've right. seen I w- I've watched hours of reviews that literally went like blow by blow. <laughs> like I get in it, same way I get in it with the Halo TV show, and like so. If there's ever any show that like people get like particularly like grown ass like middle aged white men like me get like emotionally like upset by. I'm aware of it because it's just my favourite type of content, so it is like it's hilarious. <laughs> that pure sustains me. But it's just pure fake pain. And this was another one where I, I don't know, like this might be the only TV show in history that has brought like everybody on the face of the planet together in like one agreement on just this one thing. And it's how fucking terribly bad this TV show is. So <laughs> I it's Velma for Scooby Doo, but it's no it's a uh, Mindy Kaling, the lassie for the Office and the Mindy Project, uh-huh, and right. you know she's yeah. yeah I've seen stuff in her and and she's seen her and stuff, funny. and she was funny. I I don't dislike her and all like that. She wrote, she wrote a lot of the U.S. Office as well. Aye, I remember that. Aye, oh. um, so you know she's got a good career behind her and stuff like that. What she was hoping for here and why nobody at any point went like, what the fuck is this? Like, come on, man. Like, so it's a Scooby Doo prequel that does not have scooby-doo in it for a start so right you know straight away you're like why um they've all been race swapped so velma is like a south indian asian girl like mindy calling who okay. also plays velma um daphne is the asian hot girl uh, at school popular girl uh, shaggy is gone by his real name which is norbert and he's now black and he's basically like velma's like simp and Freddy is the like airheaded rich white guy who every time like, Velma mentions him is like, ah, he's got like a tiny dong. It's like the, the first episode starts with like, it's, it's almost like an attempt to do like family guy style humor, but it's got like cockroaches like shagging and just all sorts of weird like hypersexualized stuff with like essentially what are supposed to be like teenage girls, like shower scenes and. Right, okay. Uh, oh, Daphne's, so this is for kids. Daphne's a drug dealer. Yeah. So this isn't for kids. No, uh, but they've used a kids show. I, I don't know what they. Were, I honestly right. don't know what wow. the, I've been. I've, I don't get what they were aiming for. A you know what I mean? Attempt at like the, the Scooby Doo wow. crowd are now adults. Let's make an adult Scooby Doo show. Aye, for I them. don't know. Mm. I, 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 I but you can already get those kind of videos if you. Really <laughs> Did the YouTube AI know me? They'll probably, <laughs> probably be better produced as well. To be honest with you, you know what I mean? Like, um, I Daphne's mother are two lesbian cops, and Daphne's a drug dealer. Uh, Freddy's accused and, re- and arrested for being a serial killer. Um, I there's like people getting right. dismembered in the school halls, and I every oh. kind of like it's almost like have you ever seen one of these things where somebody who's a right wing nut job tries to create something that parodies left wing comedy? Uh huh. It kind of feels like that, right. except it, it's no, it's it's. Aye, I don't know. It I, sounds I, like I, they've I, got Kanye West on the writing team. <laughs> aye, it's the most erratic, random shit I've ever seen in my life that it bears absolutely no resemblance to Scooby Doo. Doesn't he parody it? It does all the like Rick and Morty style, like meta, like in jokes and all the rest uh, of it. And like, but it, oh, it does everything. It's like somebody's taking every, like, what's, what's successful sitcoms? What did they do? And they go, well, friends did this. And they go, right, fire that in the pot. Right, and they're aye. like, cheers did this. And they're like, cool, fire. Rick and Morty did, like, gone, the office, did, like, get it. Oh, like, start it up. And like, like, just fucking throw it out there and just see what happens. But like, the animation's terrible. The script is terrible. Like, the, oh, everything, it's got like a 1.7 on IMDb. Yeah, I saw you know it, was I mean? like, it was like, 
really like 13% or something on Rotten Tomatoes and Aye. stuff. And I, was I like, think it's done at like six bad. now. Now, there has been like review bombing and stuff like that, obviously. But if you're looking for something that will actually genuinely make you laugh whilst also simultaneously confusing the utter fuck at you, like go and look up like Velma. some of the reviews on Velma. I'm not saying watch it because <laughs> don't, watch don't watch it. it. Like every and it's weird because all these guys that I watch for like just their pure over the top reaction to this type of shit, they still watch so like Resident Evil, the worst show ever, She Hulk, the worst show ever. They still watched all eight episodes right. and reviewed all eight episodes with the same vitriol that they've had. Like every single review that I watched of Velma, I watched the first two, and every single one of them went do not watch this watch i'm not watching any more well, of this either you know what i mean so they all stopped with one it you know what i mean that's how bad it was that's that these bad. guys like i could get weeks of content out of this i'm not doing it but i will not do it because it means watching this shit right. <laughs> you know what i mean like, so i would definitely say check it out for a laugh that's well, good aye man right well that was cool man aye so so let's do the shit that we don't ordinarily do to wind up if you're still here like hit us with a comment hit us come and look us up on youtube Tell us what you think about fucking Andrew Tate or Peterson or Guess you know what David looks like. Aye, let's aye, let's <laughs> start a campaign to get Dave on cam, um, or face cam. Anything like, <laughs> would you like to hear us talk about in the future? Like, kind of for this point on, it's really going to continue to the extent that you want it to. So, like, get involved. Mm. the pop